This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues that working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Cawthon. Before I introduce my guests and the topic for today's podcast, I would like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is looking for sponsors for the podcast program. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available that can pretty much meet any advertising budget. So if you would like more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and then just give me a call. I will be happy to help you. Now that that bit of business has been taken care of, I am excited about introducing my guest for today's show. We are blessed to have Teresa Hardy uh, in the studio with us via the phone. Teresa Hardy is the president of the NAACP DeKalb branch, where she is making positive impacts in increasing membership, voters' rights empowerment, economic justice, Justice, education advocacy, and youth empowerment. She is an active member of Salem Bible Church and serves on the political and social action ministry team. She also facilitates the Women Empowerment Series, which focuses on health and wellness, professional and career development, and spiritual and relationship wellness. Teresa is an experienced executive manager with over 20 years in management consulting. Uh, she is the CEO of Hardy, Graham, and Associates, LLC. And as the program delivery expert, she provides strategic visions uh, for delivering client-focused and value-based strategies and solutions. Welcome to the studio, Teresa. It is a pleasure to have you here. It is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation to be on your show. Oh, terrific, terrific. Well, I've been wanting to talk to you for forever and a day, and so I am so glad that I've gotten this chance to uh, ask you a bunch of things uh, about the NAACP and about other things, too. So I wanna, I've got a lot of questions, so I want to jump right into things. I guess the first thing that I'd like to have you do is can you share with my audience um, how and when you became involved with the NAACP? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, actually, I moved to Atlanta 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. And when I moved here uh, in uh, September um, of 2000, mm -hmm. uh, 2001, mm -hmm. I, the president mm -hmm. of my homeowners association. So that's kind of how I got into yes. community. Yes. I became a member of um, NAACP mm -hmm. under the leadership of Reverend Kenneth Samuels, mm. the president. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was just a paid member, just paying, you know how we do. We sure. just pay. Mm -hmm. And then I got involved more under um, Vivian Moore when she was the president. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Started going to the meetings and stuff like that. Then, mm -hmm. <clears throat> when Yvonne Hawks became the president, I was elected to the board mm -hmm. as the treasurer. So that's been over 16 years ago. Wow, wow, wow. Various roles 
Right. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Now, I was going to ask you one question, um, my next question, but I'm going to put that one out of order uh, and jump to the one after that. You mentioned some names there um, of previous presidents. And so, which is a nice segue into my next question. Have women always uh, or have you known of uh, women um, that have been in top leadership positions um, or is that something that happened in recent years? And based on the list of people that you just gave me, it sounds like women have been in leadership in the NAACP for or at least at this in this in the chapter that you're involved in for quite some time. Can you speak to that? Yes. So when I looked at the history mm-hmm. of um, the cab brand, yeah. Study that a little bit more. Miss yeah. um, um, Patsy Jones was the first woman. Okay. President for DeKalb. Mm-hmm. Do you know when that was? Uh, can't think of the Okay, year. but it's been a while. It's been oh, it's been a while. Okay, okay, a long while. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we had another young lady mm-hmm. um, named um, ooh, I forgot her name, Miss mm-hmm. Angela, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But she passed away. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah, so we've had um, women in the, as the president yeah. in DeKalb County. Yeah. But what I heard as it relates to NAACP as an organization, yeah, not been the case. Okay. Always. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And even if you got in the role, yes, still treated you yes. as if you were the secretary. Is that right? I, Is that I, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so, very interesting. Yes. And that that was I was wanting to speak to that. Just I, I was wanting to flesh that out a little bit more. I was very curious as to how that has evolved for women, how the NAACP and the leadership of women, how that's evolved. And so you're answering that for me. So, wow, that's quite something. Right. So we had um, at, at the national level when we got Miss um, Rosalind Brock uh-huh. to be um, president that kind of changed the trajectory for women. Yes, and it, and it kind of it. I would say that it empowered us at yeah. the lower, yeah, the branch level, the state level, the sure. kind of uh, uh, empower us to do what we do. Yeah, because you know, women we lead. Oh, absolutely, we, absolutely. Oh, we lead with our children. We yes, lead our style. yes. But I think sometimes we just need that push. Yeah. You know that um, the mm-hmm. state of Georgia had mm-hmm. it first. Woman president, I um, miss Phyllis. Right, um, that's right. Yeah. So, so we kind of, you know, we're, yeah. we have people in the leadership roles, but yes. it does take a minute to get us yes. in role and be effective. Yes, uh, and feel empowered. That's wonderful. Know? I'm glad that there's been um, what do you call um, progress in that area. I was just wanting to know about that because I think that that would be that's encouraging. Um, for women who might be interested in getting involved, but um, like you said, if you're not going, if you're going to just be a wallflower or just sit in, sit there and be a bench warmer, I mean, I I know the women that I know wouldn't want to do that, um, and so and and I'm interested in maybe becoming involved myself. So that's a real question that I have for my own self. Now, go going back a little bit, can you give me a little bit of history about the NAACP for those people that really don't know about it? Because I'll be honest with you, um, Teresa, you know, I have a 19-year-old, and she doesn't really know very much about the NAACP. I mean, what she knows, she says, um, you know, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about this um, in a minute, is why do we need the NAACP at this point? So can you talk a little bit about what um, the NAACP has done in the past, and maybe we can flip to the other question of why we still need them. Okay, so just 
give the historical mm-hmm. context of why NAACP. Yes. So, the, you know, and I deal with this a lot. It's been really uh, mm-hmm. the question I ask to other people so that I can get that feedback. Yeah. Yes. Um, just know that I was not a part of the NAACP until I moved to Georgia. Wow. Right? Wow. That's um, right. But I knew about it. Sure. Right. Sure. But it just depends on I, what I'm learning is it depends on who's in leadership yeah. to how to get involved. Wow. It, wow. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, NAACP was founded um, 1909. Wow. So it's, it's so our Founders Day is February 12th mm-hmm. coming up. Right. February 12th. Wow. Um, and we're 112 years old. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So and it was founded by. Um, white people actually mm-hmm. decided to do this for the black people. Wow. Because there was a racial uh, mm. riot yes. at the time. Yes. So that's kind of how NAACP came Wow. About. Wow. That's interesting. Mm. Uh, so mm. that's the national piece. And then mm. for the Cab County, mm-hmm. uh, Cab County is 65 years. Charter. Yes. Okay. So that's a long history yeah. now. We go and think about what NAACP, why NAACP, the mission yes. and vision is there. Yes. It says if uh, we're here until yeah. there is mm-hmm. an end to racial mm-hmm. and hatred discrimination. Wow. And we want equal justice for all people. Wow. Okay? And if you, if we can just study in mm. on that yes. part. Vision and the goal. Yeah, that is why we are here. Right, you're right because right. that has not been achieved yet, not fully. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. So, the, the, with that not being achieved, yes. that's why we're still here. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good answer uh, for those people who want to know. Well, we're you know, it seems like you know that's an antiquated organization. Seems like we should be all past that. Well, we're not past that, unfortunately. And that's the. That's the the, the mm. heart of the matter, right? Yes, and exactly. Our, what I would say in our black community. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. For me, being from Alabama, uh-huh. and and I was born and raised in Alabama, wow. right? so I was fit and around racism. Oh, all the time. wow. However, the way we dealt with it, yeah. I think that's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah. We NAACP and NAACP helped to get the Voters' Rights, the Civil Rights Act, all of these things that happened. Yeah. Um, with the organization, uh-huh. at some point, I feel like, yeah. uh, just from my experience, we got complacent. Right, definitely. Because, right, we definitely. got complacent. Definitely. At this point now, we're not um, yeah. uh, segregated. Right, exactly. And, Right. Right. Now I get a chance to go to college. Sure, right? sure. We have all these, you know, now we're moving our way up the corporate exactly. ladder and we're doing exactly. that. So people think, oh, we don't need it anymore. We're good. Exactly. So that's where our young people. Yes. And, and I say this to my age group. Uh-huh. I think so we messed up. And yeah. Missed it, yeah. Right? Yeah. We did not carry it forth. No, we did I not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do this, do this, do that, mm-hmm. and you'll be successful. Exactly. And that's what we did. Right. right? That's exactly but right. My sons growing up, mm-hmm. they are going through things that mm-hmm. I, I didn't even go through at all. Right. They like, why why are they doing us like this? Why exactly. Exactly. There's a racial undertone yes. that's called systematic institutional type racism. Exactly. It still exists today. Yes. And with the civil rights acts and the movements that we did back in the day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
what I call put a band-aid on. Exactly. And and we and the thing and I think that we would all admit, and you being the first one to admit, that there have been significant progress is made. There have been progress, but we're not done. The work is not done. It's almost like when you have a nasty infection, you go to the doctor and they put you on an antibiotic and you you take you start taking that antibiotic and you start feeling better. And then you're like, you know what? I don't need to take the rest of this antibiotic no more. Right. I'm good. But then good. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, a week or two later, you're like, oh, I don't feel so well anymore, you know, because uh, you, you didn't kill the virus or whatever. You didn't kill the bacteria. And so exactly. we're not finished. The work is not finished yet. And I think that that's something that we that I can share with my daughter and that whole generation. Um, you know, and so, and I think they do see it more, especially with this being her first year to vote, her first time voting. She was very much, um, involved in the process and, uh, we had a lot of discussion, a lot of talk about it. And I think she, her eyes have been open to the fact that we definitely still, there's still systemic racism. We still, there's still the racial divide, uh, and there's still work to do. So, um, but I think she'll enjoy hearing, uh, you say what you said. She'll, she'll be listening to this interview. Um, so now, um, as a, a woman in leadership with the NAACP, what special qualities do you bring to the role as um, for the as the president of the DeKalb chapter? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I, think the, look, I think the biggest thing for me is I am totally committed to what serving the community. Wow. I'm totally definitely. I would definitely agree with that. Yes. Right. So nobody can beat me with my commitment. Right. Um, this is true. The other thing is I am literally a collaborative type person. Wow. I, I, and uh, I like to collaborate with other people. That's great. Um, I, I've always been told I'm, a, I'm assertive anyway. Yeah. I know that right. you have in the, if you, I mean, my professional background made me like Of course, that. of course. So, right. So, you have so, to be, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm, uh, but I also want results. Yes. And so I'm so result-oriented. I'm energetic. Mm -hmm. I I love you. I, you know, I keep everybody the same. Yes. Anyway. Yes. But at the same time, it's about getting things done. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So I, I, I would say that, that my commitment yeah. to community service is the biggest thing. Yeah. Thing yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, the fact that I do like the collaborative approach. Yeah. Yes. I have no problem talking to anyone. No. I'm real. I, some people may say that I don't know why they say, "Oh, she's not approachable," but I'm very approachable. Oh, definitely, definitely. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I think that you, uh, you having those qualities, I think, is what has helped you to be so successful in your role as the DeKalb NAACP president. I love the fact that you talk about collaboration. I think that that. Um, is the is the name of the game, but in order to collaborate with people, like you said, you have to be willing to you have to be approachable, but also mm -hmm. you have to be willing to um, reach across the aisle, for lack of a better term, and talk with everybody. Like you just said, you can't be offish, and you can't you know you have to value other people's thoughts, ideas, and be willing to work with them. And I know you do that. I know, and so I think that that is a big deal. That's a big part of why you've been able to do what you do so well. Um, and I and I think we need to learn from that. I think as women, sometimes um, we can get into our little 
um, niches. That's not even what I want to say. We can be kind of petty sometimes. We can be cat catty. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any place for that, particularly in what you're doing. You know what I mean? You've got to be willing to work with everybody. Exactly. That, yeah. And it, it is very hard because everybody has their own intent. <laughs> yes. I did A lot of people have agendas. Yes. That, and they're like, well, how does that agenda fit into what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. I had a with someone that said, oh, we're doing this for the community, for the youth. I yeah. said, well, if you're doing something for the community than the youth, yeah. it shouldn't be a problem for you and I to collaborate. That's exactly right. I love that. I right. love that. I love that's, that. That's what we're going to do if it's about the community. That's community. right. Otherwise, I see individual. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I'm not out that. I really want to see the Cap County yes. be the shining star for the state of Georgia. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is I, so I, beautiful. I, uh, that's it, right, because I believe that we can be. Yes. I mean, how, how, how important it is yes. for you and I to live in the Cap County. Yes. It is the majority black representation. Yes, right? that's we right. Of course. Yeah. We, have the, we just turned and made changes for the state of Georgia. Yes, that's right? right. That's right. When we participate, we can make changes. That's right. That's so exactly if we don't, right. If we're the, the Cap County that's leading with love and collaboration, yeah, yeah. And our youth involved, uh-huh. and get, making sure that there's no homelessness, uh-huh. Uh-huh in the cap county we can be the shining star exactly right but i love but i think that one of the things you have and what you bring what i'm hearing what i hear loud and clear is that you see the big picture teresa yeah you're a big picture kind of gal and yeah. unfortunately you got a lot of people that are petty my four no more you know yeah. that's it yeah. uh and i think you cannot have that mindset if you want to be a successful leader and i hope that some of the people who are listening on the show get that i think that we as women um need to make sure we're we're getting that that we you know i think that's what um i think sometimes we can get caught up into the little pettiness and jealousies and this and that and the other there ain't no time for that you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's that's no time right. for that there's no time that's- for that not if you want to really be a successful leader that's right. And that's the thing, because I just, like you said, I when I have a conversation with someone, mm-hmm. when they bring me all the negative that they bring, yeah. like, you know, you, you've heard it in our yes. cities. Yes. We, we don't have this. We don't have that. Yes. Well, we don't have it because we haven't went and got it. Oh, wow. Oh, so boy. Boy, I've always been talking, if you ask for it, yeah. you, you should receive it. Yep, right? yep, yep, so yep. That's exactly right. I love that. Wow. How powerful is that? Now, let me ask you a question. I think there are those people uh, who want to know that, who would want to know this. Um, And you sort of spoke to it earlier when you talked about the origins of the organization. Is the NAACP uh, an organization exclusively for people of color? No. Okay. The NAACP is for all people. Okay. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's in our mission statement. You will see it there. It okay. Says, it says justice for all. Okay. Good. So, and, and we say that, and I, you know, I, I think people come back and say, well, why is it called colored people? Right. Because yeah. That's not what it's called. It's right. called the national uh, Asian yeah. for Right. Of exactly. That's right. Was the term back in uh, well back in the day? Years. Right. Back oh. in the day. Right. Right. But if you read what the vision yes. and the mission is, yes. it's totally prevalent today. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
Right. That's so right. That's why we don't have to go through it. That's why, you know, right. I, I have a love for people. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter whether you're black, pink, purple, or sure, none of that. Sure. Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Wow. I, I don't people to be mistreated. Right. I, I do believe that everyone has an equal opportunity uh, to, yeah. to, to, to life, liberty, and happiness. Right? Absolutely. 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 And so... Yes. Yes. That's right. Well, I think that's. I'm glad you spoke to that because I think that I think that a lot of people are under the impression that the double NA double uh, A NAACP is uh, as as an organization exclusively for blacks or people of color. So I think um, I just wanted to ask that to clear that up and let people know that it it's including it, it it's inclusive. Uh, to mm -hmm. all people. That's great. So now, question, what role, I'm very curious to know this, what role did the DeKalb chapter of the NAACP play in the recent elections here in Georgia, locally in DeKalb and then in Georgia as a whole? Okay, so our role oh, was so vital, people just didn't know what train to get yeah. on. <laughs> so we started, um, I created a vision uh -huh. in 2019. Yes. Uh, that said, let us prepare for 2020. Yes. I happened on two, 2018. Oh, yeah. When we went through what we went yes. through, it was more about people just did not know. That's the right. Education was missing. Yes. People know how to participate. Right. In, right. 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 So A lot of gaps. In 2019, we rolled out our 2020 vision, mm -hmm. which was uh, to educate, equip, and empower our people. Wow. So the, the whole thing was our our game plan for NAACP, you know, mm -hmm. with nonpartisan, right, was get people out to the polls. That's right. That, that was the main thing. Okay, gotcha. Our, our thing was to get people to the polls and get them to the polls. Yes, early. yes, right. yes. That was always our intent, whether we were, in, and, and you know what happened, the right? Happened with the uh, pandemic, right? That's right. And with that, we stood still yes. to our ultimate goal. Yes. People to the polls. Yes. And them there early. And you did it, girl. Y'all did a, a, a wonderful job with that. A wonderful job. I'm telling you, my daughter said, my youngest daughter said, if people didn't vote, it wasn't because they didn't know about it and it wasn't because there wasn't opportunity to get there. I mean, every effort was made to get folks to the polls. Exactly. Every effort. Oh yes. my God. Yes. Everything. I've never seen it like this. Everything yeah. is great. I yes. mean, that, that's what we need. Yes. But the key thing is we have to do this yes. every election. You're right. We've got to keep the momentum going. Yes. And we'll lose it. Yes, right? yes. Mm -hmm. We'll lose it. That's what mess, you know, gets us behind. Right. And then suddenly we don't know what's going on. Exactly, so exactly. I exactly. tell them when the election day when you got the results, that was the beginning of the work. Well, there you go. The advocacy. Yes. And hopeful accountable that's in the position. Yes. You were back in the same position again. That's so right. So we're working now on, you know, legislative um, mm -hmm. type uh, mm -hmm. things help push our legislation through mm -hmm. to this session. Right. And we what well, we're up again. Mm -hmm. So we are we have to fight and be in the midst. Right. To, nothing crazy goes on, too. So wow. we've already... No, put put that out. Yeah, you know, the voting rights—they're trying to make it harder. Yeah, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all that kind of stuff. So we are already in the motion. We did not stop. Wow! So you just keep going. You you got the momentum, and you just let the momentum carry on to the next thing. Exactly. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, uh, I've got. 
I've got just a few more minutes, but I want to make sure that I ask you this. Why should someone become a member of the NAACP? Uh, and, and you can also answer the next question. How does one go about doing that? So if we go back to why should I be a member? Yeah. I should be a member mm -hmm. because there's a mission statement that involves me. Yes. Because I look at it like this. Until we are all free, mm -hmm. none Wow, that's big. Freedom fighters yeah. today. Yes. And you can join NAACP the cab mm -hmm. website. Mm -hmm. It's $30 a year. We're yes. talking about $2 and some change <laughs> yes. per month. Yes. This is the best investment that you can have wow. for your family. Yes, your family. And tell me how much it is again a year? Thirty. Oh, that's yeah. That's I mean, people spend more than that on getting their nails done, honey. Exactly. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you really want to change? This is what I told them. If Black Lives really matter. Yes. There you go. The things to kind of push your agenda forward. That's great. And that I'm welcoming everyone to join NAACP. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a shame that our membership is less than a thousand, yeah. but we service. Yes. 50,000 people. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. That's how powerful you guys, that's wonderful that that organization makes that kind of a difference in our community. Um, I will make sure that I put a link on the show page for this particular episode to the the DeKalb chapter of the NAACP so people can just click on it one if they're interested um, and it'll take them to their, take them, take them directly to your website. So I'll, I'll make sure I get that. Um, well, I think that, um, I think that's amazing. You, you had so many good things to say. There's, a, there's actually other things on my brain that I would ask you, but our time is about up. I just want to just take a moment to thank you for taking uh, time out of your busy schedule. I know, like I said to you before we got on the program, you're one of the busiest people I know, one of the busiest people in Georgia. Uh, and so, but I, but I thank you for sharing, um, you know, the history, why, and, um, and, and why it's so important for us to stay involved, be involved. Um, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us. It's much appreciated appreciate it. To my listening audience, um, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by watching, I'm sorry, by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show uh, icon. I've also, I'm going to, like I said to Teresa uh, earlier, um, I'm going to include some links uh, to a few helpful resources. One would be the DeKalb chapter of the NAACP. Those are going to be at the bottom of the show page for this episode. So don't forget to scroll down the page and check that out. For more information about upcoming podcasts and other Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. Become a friend. Share your comments. Ask your questions. We really do want to hear from you. Well, that's all our time for today, but God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.